0: Educated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast
1: where we
2: mix hip-hop
3: headlines and all things ATL
1: into the success of Black Millennials in the
4: Black culture. It, that's Sing our it. intro music right I there. I love it. Is Randy not here That's today? the old Jerry Springer. Are we Springer. back in
1: the big chair? Are, Are we back in the big chair? chair? No, Randy. I see Zay from the Bay. It's, it's Shanae
4: Day. Hey, Woo! Shanae. All the way from the Bay, California. Yay.
0: I'm not I, in the bay. I know. <laughs> oh.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh. I can't even live. Sinead
1: said she's not in the bay. Like it. Hey. It. it's so good to see you. I mean, damn. How you <laughs> how you. Going? Y'all right? She's angry. I mean right. Well, you know what? Let's go ahead Sinead, the governor, and shut y'all down. Y'all alright out there.
0: We are. We are. He needed to have not opened things up. You know, um, but I appreciate they see the error in their ways because people don't even get their nails done. I have indulged in a little uh, regular shopping, so I appreciate that a little bit, but uh, cases a surgeon, you know, we gotta just, Get it together
2: because are y'all looking like Georgia know. in the east? But y'all just got off punishment,
0: goddamn. <laughs> okay, listen, y'all come all the way back to phase one, okay? We are just. In two no, we have no left. Go. We're going to talk it. about that later. I have no left. On
1: back to phase all right. And Maya is back. Maya, how you feeling? uh, Maya, what happened last week? Q said something about your teeth getting pulled. I thought it was COVID. I wasn't sure.
3: (laughs) No, of course it wasn't COVID. The devil is alive. (laughs) It is. I'm covered by the the blood of the lamb. You out
1: there close to the Alabama line. Y'all cases was going up.
3: Listen, Linda, I am covered by the blood of the lamb, and it wasn't that. I did get my wisdom teeth pulled. Okay. So, I've been in pain Wednesday. Well, the last recording day was, like, the worst day I've ever had in my life. Like, I was crying all day. Like, it just was not. It just, it was not working. And today... None of the drugs?
1: None of the drugs were working? None of the
3: drugs were working in enough time. Like, yeah, I've been...
4: She a, I thought you were so gangster, too. Man. You cried.
3: I... You didn't know I was crying, anybody you heard from me, me, I told you now, but you don't know whether or not that's true, like I could be exaggerating because I'm a baby, I'm a brat, Oh
5: Lord. <laughs> I'll
3: be exaggerating, I'm dramatic as hell, I know I am, <laughs> and then today we went back to work, so I kind of had to like tough it out today, because it was first day back.
0: Were you saying anything crazy on your meds?
3: I didn't take them today. I was going to wait until after everything is said and done with us and my job to take them so I can go to sleep. Have a good night's sleep.
1: (laughs) Did they give you two medications?
3: They did. They gave me about four actually. I had like the antibiotics, the oxycodone. Something to help with the inflammation and then like the lower dosage of Drugged
1: up okay. Right.
4: Well, yeah. who'd you go to? I, Dr. I, just a get, I had
1: I had two medications. She said she had four.
3: I had four, yeah. I have yeah. All my- no. No, I you still they, got those are my last
0: too, two. All of them, yeah. Mine are fine though. I just went to my dentist. Like Are right, you, uh,
3: you, you good? You lucky. Mine You're came good. in um. Sideways, my bottom ones aren't coming in sideways, so they had to put me to sleep. So that just
4: means Sinead got plenty of space in her mouth. So.
3: I know <laughs> she got plenty of room,
4: plenty of room. <laughs> but my
3: braces don't help either because I have braces, so it doesn't help anything either. Like
4: everything's coming. <laughs> I don't know how you went back. I told them to take all four at once. I went coming back in case it was. Yeah, painful, I did that. I did that. I'm like, come on oh, have out. to deal take with mine.
3: Well, you know, you have money.
4: No, my no, no, said, no. Insurance. <laughs> Thank you. I used Thank, my you. Insurance.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My insurance yeah, didn't cover that much because of the fact that I had to go to sleep. Most of my insurance. Yeah, went to a
4: that's what hikes you. it up. That anesthesia.
3: Yeah, and I woke up during the surgery. But <laughs> Whoa!
4: <laughs> what? Whoa!
3: I do too many drugs on the off day. <laughs> like, like,
4: <laughs> I don't know what drug that is. Speed?
3: <laughs> no, do does other stuff.
4: Woke up. Cause I woke up, I heard. They probably was too scared to give her enough. They did not want to kill her a little. They were
3: pro- probably were scared because I woke up and I heard them talking. I saw them moving. My mouth was just open. I was just looking at them lowly. They probably didn't know I was up, but I saw. them. Did you them. feel it? I didn't feel it, but I heard them saying like my bottom one broke into three and this oh, and yeah. the other. That's all. My I feel. lip, my like, my mouth is like my lip is still numb. So still. Yeah, he still it's going to take a few weeks.
4: That, that's just that's creepy as hell.
3: That was my worst fear, and it happened. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on surgeries.
4: That's like Her. this freaky movie I was watching, Walrus. This man was turning people into walruses. You
1: know what? <laughs> anyway, it's so it's Sinead <laughs> Day. Sinee, real quickly though, can you talk about uh because you posted it and you supposed to tell the family, but this new project for Inspired TV? And aren't you like the producer? Like t- can you tell us what's going on, Sanae? Sinee got new projects on national TV, ain't said a damn thing.
0: I, 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 I know we get better at that with our projects and promoting it. But yes. Yeah, so Damn Right Originals has another film um, with Aspire TV called In Danger that is coming out on July 25th. And the great thing about it, because Aspire is a channel that is part of like a premium package, so not a lot of people have that, um, is they're going to do a bunch of online screening. So it'll be on their Facebook, it'll be on their Instagram. Everyone can watch it, which means there is no reason why none of y'all should be like, oh, I didn't catch it.
4: Got
0: 7 o'clock, you you. Eastern Time, Encore at 7.30. I don't know if the Encore will be online, but I will definitely check and find out. Um, we shot it here in LA. It was really great to do and really, you know, shines a light on um, kind of what uh, young black parents go through or just black parents in general, when they're bringing a child into the world, you know, something we all know and that we understand, um, even without being parents, but it's great to bring it to the forefront, especially in the climate that we're in. Um, Cause it wasn't written in response to what's happening, but it's our lives, it's our truth. And you know, the, the more chances we get to, you know, show people our truths and the things that we have to deal with that don't even cross their minds. And those people being anyone that's not necessarily black or a person of color is always a really beautiful thing and really proud of it. So yeah, Endangered, July 25th, Aspire, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. We're
1: gonna um, get it promoted. Cause we just, uh, yeah. I had to find out through the grapevine. I had to look I, on social I, and I said, Oh, she's the producer. Yeah. Oh, okay
0: then. Yes, produced by, well, we have the nice. director. That's Pionic.
1: what's up, congratulations
0: thank
3: you thank
1: you and speaking you say you filmed in la so speaking of uh la in in sad news uh, we broke the news via our social media uh maya and q if you want to weigh in but uh child star and actress from glee uh naya rivera uh they had she has been confirmed uh she passed away uh via being out on the lake with her son and I, I just, I, a lot of people, I think the shock is still crazy. Like, to me, I was just like, another child star tragically gone. Somebody we've known forever.
3: Yeah, yeah. It definitely was sad. Only because I know I was one of the people who was holding out hope that she would be found like, right. on the shore somewhere. And, like, she would be dehydrated and stuff. But it would be, like, a happy ending. But it's kind of like she died saving her son. Right. So it's kind of just like how can you be mad at that you know Mm -hmm. but then it's also like the situation like damn like was she going through something prior to because the way she was tweeting and the way she was posting stuff was kind of like what you think about to happen to you you know like people have an inkling I think most people have an inkling when they're about to go and I feel like she had one Mm, Yeah, and then also
0: I have seen in some local stories about how Lake Piru is a place where there have been people who have gone missing, and the locals, you know, of that area, which is north of Los Angeles County, it's not actually in LA, Mm -hmm. so thinking that she may not have been like a local to that area, she may not have known about the waters and things like that out there, but that's been an issue for a while, and it's just, it's sad. I'm I'm glad they found a body, because I think, at least for me, the unknown of not knowing- you know i wouldn't be able to fully you know move on or like you right. know just close up that so i'm glad they were able to at least have some type of definite answer and she died you know saving her child so some type of closure
3: well right? that um
4: that lake is similar to lake Lanier as it's yeah. a man made lake so um there, i mean i honestly i'm kind of confused on the whole situation because it's so great we don't know what happened right uh, how she how her son got back on the boat and she didn't like what would have kept her from getting back on the boat. Like it's just so many different stories, man. And he's old. He's old enough to be aware of the situation, but is yeah, he, he has he fully absorbed what happened to say this is what was going on? You know, at four yeah. years old, that's kind of tough for no, him I'm to get back on a boat it. by himself. Is kind of tough. Um, but I I really would like to know what happened. After. I initially thought suicide. You know, your life jacket is on the boat. Why would you be in the water with your child without your life jacket on in case you needed to help or save them? Or how did he get back on the boat? It's just so much. So
1: let's do this. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break because our producer said we are out of time. So we're going to take a break. Randy O is in the building. We are not in the big chair. The boss lady is here. No, nope. She was not gonna let us run this show because y'all should have heard what she said last week. But anyway, listen, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll come back, talk a little bit more about uh, Naya Rivera, and we gotta talk about Nick Cannon. <laughs> oh my God, Nick Cannon via So We'll be right back, right here on Black Educated and Broke. Hey, what's up? It's Damon Williams. And when I'm not out building movement with my people, I'm getting it in,
4: listening to Black Educated and Broke. It's the only show out doing it right.
6: All righty, guys. Yes, that's Randy. Hey, yes, I am back here. I'm black, educated, and broke. You know, I just had to let them hold it down for a second because I had stuff to do. But see, so what happened commercial. is, anyways, um, you when get you get people commercial. control, mm. they don't really know how to control it, right? So you got to jump in that mug and control it back. And mm. here I am, present.
4: Um, like report- issues. I'm sorry, it? It sounds,
6: sounds I'm okay. right. Was there a mute button on? Q and Mike and there it is. Okay, so moving <laughs> on. <laughs> no, really. Before we had the break, so we were talking about the Naya Rivera, and I just wanted to give my two cents in it because I had been studying at Me and Maya, huge fans of her, and I was reading where her son said he put her back on the boat, and then mommy went back under. That's what her son said. So I'm like, oh God, and I can understand why was she having a like you swim all the time. Again, you wouldn't think yeah, to have was, one. You'll have one. You don't know
0: that it's whatever's going on with that lake that can drag you under. Like
6: yeah. So, but we're we're praying for the family. Um. So we're gonna keep it moving to the next thing here because uh, who was who brought the story? So was that you? Uh, it was either Mike or Q uh, about Come the over. Nick Cannon getting let go. Mike, Mike brought
4: Mike. the Mike. Mike dropped it in.
6: Mike, go ahead. So you dropped it. Enlighten everybody. What happened with this little craziness?
1: Hey, Nick Cannon got fired. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it was so a how, BS though. So the the show that, yeah, very BS. How no, it was, low low. Low. It, was just it was just yesterday. It was
6: just yesterday for anti-semantic comments that he was made on the podcast. Was the show just podcast. yesterday
1: or was yeah, it the days show days
4: no. this week? The show was yesterday. Okay. Oh, I thought That's the show I seen was it, old. old. No, no, no. no. This wasn't an old show. This show, this show No, I mean care. it's a
1: recent show, but it was in a few days. It was like a
4: week ago. Right. Uh, okay. Thank oh, okay. you, Ron. The post I watched was from yesterday, so it must have been an old one.
6: And um, I will go ahead and, and start a soundbite because I did have some soundbite for you guys to hear. You're speaking facts. Exactly.
1: There's no reason to be scared of anything when you're speaking
5: the truth. If we were truly the, the children of Israel... And we're defining who the Jewish people are because I feel like if we actually can understand that construct, then
1: we can see that there is no hate involved. The fake dollar controls all of this. Then maybe we can get to the reason why they want to decide because I told the truth. It's never hate speech. When it's not right. you can't be anti-Semitic when the Semitic when, when we we are the Semitic people, when we are the same people that you
4: what who they want to be.
1: That's our birthright. That's our
6: birthright. Okay, so with all of that being said, I don't know, I just want to kind of break it down for each and every person, because I know right, everything's so sensitive, and from what my understanding and what we just heard, he was reading something that, from what I felt, was kind of thing to be true. Um, And it, looked like it was like something he was repeating when he had saw, and I wanted to get y'all feedback. Do y'all think he should have spoke on it? Do you think he should have got fired? What do y'all
4: think? Well, I can't say any of the above. For one, he was on his own podcast. Mm-hmm. This wasn't anything that he read. He's speaking, like, factual information. Uh, and Being anti-Semitic has more than one definition, obviously. We got the Google definition, and then we got the definition by which uh, people who are Semite, Semites that go by, which are people who look like us. I'm not going to get into that because that goes a little deeper into the rabbit hole than we have time to do. But what he said was not anti-semitic, according to the Google uh, definition of what people say uh, being anti-semitic is. Uh, And I think it was a a jump to a conclusion by Viacom because of the the racial things that are going on. Uh, With Deshaun Jackson last week, I don't think they actually knew what was being said, which can really play into the hands for Nick because uh, being fired for the wrong thing is a big HR problem.
1: Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what it is. But, like you said, it's that's why they fired him because of the, the times. I still don't understand, uh, because what's going on in the times, and then you fired a black man of all things. But, and
0: so I hate it fully able to see, you know, when <laughs> I honestly feel like it was using him as, as an example because he's mm-hmm. a figure.
3: Mm-hmm. David-
0: or like what he was saying or other people did not and they would want something done. So it's like we firing all these white people or yeah, whatever, whatever. fire, you know, this black man to show that we aren't... They're going to um, be
1: equal across the board. Yes, Equality. Exactly. Equality.
0: Now we need our own platforms.
6: Well, I'm glad you brought that up because that explains P. Diddy. As you know, he came back and he offered him to be on Revolt TV because he got let go. So, um... You know, I just wanted to things. I know it's like the climate is sensitive. It's like it's like a one in I get you got to make an example, but it's just like it well, is his personal it. show and his personal
0: opinion. I mean, but again, that's why you got to read your contracts to see what you can and can't it, say. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah, so you know, I do want to we're gonna take a poll on Black Educated and Broke to you know ask you guys opinion. Do you were in favor that you felt like Nick should have kept his job, or are you in favor that yeah, he should have let he got fired because everybody else is getting in trouble? And I know, like uh for myself, I'm sure it might be us using this platform on uh black educated and broke and us doing the power pod. You know, I know we too have to kind of be mindful because being that we work for WSB, which is a, a big brand in itself, yeah, there's some stuff that. You know, we can't say either. We have to be mindful because they will be ready to cut. And it's sad that it got to be like that. But like I said, I think uh Sinead said it best. Read your contract. Know what's in your rights. That's something that Sasha was very serious about telling me about what she could and couldn't do. What was in writing. So, you know, Nick Cannon, we hoping that stuff works out for you guys. We're going to continue this conversation on social media.
5: Oh, they
1: need to go on, apologize. Just apologize.
6: Like Mike B said, and guys, make sure you can catch up on this story because we're going to keep you up to date um, on our social pages, which is at Black Educated and Broke on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter at B-E-B podcast underscore atl. So we're going to take another quick break. But before we get into this next break, we are going to have what Mike B said earlier. It is Sinead Day. We're going to have a behind the scenes interview with Army Hicks Jr., And I'm his latest release of a short film called Circuit. So If you want to hear more about it, you got to keep listening right here on Black Educated and Broke.
1: Hey, everybody. It's Mike B, your favorite news anchor. It's a new season and melanin news. It's still here.
6: Do you have a business that needs a social media makeover? Or perhaps you just simply do not have the time to run your business and manage your social presence? Allow Randy O P N R to take the wheel. From posting content to engaging with customers, Randy O P N R will seamlessly handle all of your social media needs. For a list of all of their services, go to www.randyopnr.com or check them out on social media at Randy o PNR. Take the worrying out of hosting and allow the experts at Randy O PNR to handle it for you. We are back here on Black Educated and Bro. I got my girl Sinead in the building. I got Q, Ron, Mike B, and Maya Who is is back. And maybe more talkative in this next segment. Uh, what segment hey. am I talking about? It is the Sinead Day behind the scenes segment where we take the time to highlight uh, Black filmmakers, producers in the industry. And today's guest is Mr. Army Hicks, but I'm going to go ahead and let Sinead go ahead and toss that and run it because she kind of knows him. <laughs> Well, thank you, Randy. Like you said, we are going behind the
0: scenes today with the multi-hyphenated filmmaker, actor, director, producer. I think I have all the credits right, but let okay. me know if I'm of the army, uh, Army Hicks Jr. He hails from Raleigh, North Carolina, and has made a name for himself in shows like Atlanta and Corner. Welcome, Army.
4: Yo, what's up? What's up? What's
1: up? You got to ask him now, Raleigh or Durham? Which one? Because you know that. Oh, problem. Okay, oh wow. got to make sure.
5: Make from the sure. South side for the south side of Raleigh like that. You know I mean? how, how
6: far is Raleigh from Durham? Aren't they right by each other?
5: That's what I'm saying. Close. You got to ask them. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like 10-15 minutes. It's not even far, but big rivals. Like, don't confuse the two. Please, please, please. Oh, yeah. Don't okay. find words right there. Now we gotta make okay. sure.
6: Raleigh. Now, and even though you're saying Raleigh, North Carolina, your accent sound like you're from California. Um, it's
5: cra- that's crazy. That's a long that's a long story. It's, um when I was young. Um, I I thought people got judged for having southern accents, mm-hmm. and I thought people, you know what I mean, would would think that I was less than. So I I kind of worked hard to get rid of that, and it's something that I wish I hadn't done. But unfortunate reality, you know, the the America that we live in. So
6: that's, that's actually real deep. Go, yeah, what you about that, shit? Yeah, I did not know that. That's. Interesting fact. That is very. But well then, listen, Army. They would think my ass is illiterate and everything, because I know I'm country as hell. But let's guess what? I own up to it.
5: Educated.
6: <laughs> what's up? Okay. Oh anyway, <laughs> but
5: it comes out now. When I when I get it, when I get passionate and I get, uh, you know, I get on a roll, you'll hear it. Trust me. There'll be there'll be parts. You'll get you'll get the reflections.
6: Hey, oh. Mr. Raleigh, look. <laughs>
0: Tell us about your journey as a filmmaker. Uh, what made you want to pursue the arts?
5: Uh, yeah, so you know, for me, primarily, what I do is I'm an actor. Uh, so when when I, I didn't play the slave, I didn't play the inmate. Um, I played uh, you know the robber, thug number one on the call sheet. So those lack of opportunities for black men that we were seeing, I was like, man, I gotta start writing my own stuff and creating. You know what I mean? Like we want to see more Denzels, more cast that's, that's that's doing it, that's leading it, that's killing it. Not you know being the stereotypes that that. Hollywood and Los Angeles, and the little boxes they try to put us in. So that's kind of how I got started. I was just writing roles for myself, doing things that I wanted to see myself uh, acting in. What
0: was probably like the first time you actually saw yourself or identified with like a character on screen?
5: Uh, probably like, um, like Fresh Prince. You know what I mean? Seeing Will or like Martin. And these cats had on J's, and they were—they were like—they were, like, were like us, you know what I mean? They were yeah. hip, they, they were fashionable. Uh, they still related to the culture, but they're on TV, you know. So that was a first like Cosby show. I didn't—I couldn't relate to that, you know what I mean? But seeing somebody like Martin, I was like, oh yeah, I can relate to that. Right, <laughs> you know?
0: right. is, would you say that was the moment then you were like, this is what I kind of want to do? Like, can you pinpoint that exact moment when you were like, okay, like I need or? This is an actor, they're on TV and film, this is what I want to do.
5: The moment where I pinpointed it is, I can't exactly define the moment, but I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to see the world, and most people where I grew up had probably only been to the other side of town. You know, going to Durham is a vacation, you know what I mean? So to me, growing up, seeing these people doing these movies all over the world in exotic locations and being able to, you know, do all these things, that's when I knew. Like, okay, I could I could do that. That could be a path. That could open up, you know, for me to be able to travel.
0: And then when did you decide to take that leap to LA and kind of, you know, just go full fledged?
5: It was crazy. I didn't even I didn't even think that I could even do it or as possible to 2016. Mm-hmm. So I probably made the jump to LA, yeah, you know, like 2017 and then just been rocking ever since.
0: Okay, right. And like we said, you wear multiple hats as a filmmaker. What do you what do you think is like is it acting that you can see yourself doing long-term or is it maybe producing or writing? Which one if not maybe all of them do you feel is like this is what I can do forever. This is where my fullest passion is. But as we know as filmmakers, you have to wear those multiple hats. So we add on those titles and it's like it's great. We love it, but like this is my main passion.
5: My main passion is acting. But you know, you write, you direct, you produce. They're gonna pay you. They're gonna give you that bag. So mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm, I'm wherever the bag is, you know. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm, I'm chasing, you know. That I
6: got, a, I got a question about one of your projects. I you know, he was in Atlanta, and you know, that's like a big. So what was, what, what, what was your role, your character in the movie, in the show Atlanta?
5: Yeah. So I played Kevin. Um, I played the NBA player who um, Vans her... A girl comes in town and she's like, Oh yeah, this NBA baller is like taking us out. He's gonna be like tricking on us and stuff. So that was my role. Um, unfortunately it was supposed to be a you know much bigger role, but you know, some things got cut and, you know that's just part of the game. That's but... okay,
6: you were still in the show, boo Atlanta, yeah, I, and yeah, people I'm know good. the show, so like snap snap. Yeah. So that <laughs> was
5: actually the first episode that Donald uh, actually directed, Donald Glover. So it's <gasps> so getting to work with him hands on and like, you know what I mean, and just like be there and chat with him, so that was amazing.
0: Was there any director tips that he he gave you or anything that you were able to observe him doing that you are like, okay, like I see you, and like maybe wanting to imitate in your work or like this is a good note to to remember when you direct things?
5: So one thing I, I noticed about this kid was, the dude, the dude's energy is insane. Like he'll be directing and then in between takes, he's doing pushups or he's, he's, he was writing something or like he didn't sit down, he didn't take a break. He was always like high energy, uh, speaking to everybody, making sure everybody was comfortable. It was an all black set, um, hair, makeup, Uh, the producers, directors, line. Like we had a ton of black energy, you know what I mean? And he was just like the leader of that. Like he just kept pumping, 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 moving, moving, moving. So I was like, well, that's kind of different. That's unique. I like that. And I kind of picked up on that. That was something I wanted to take with me.
0: Okay, and I see you keep moving. I see there's something right there on your shirt. Go ahead and 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 pull back circuit short film. All right, Rep your film. Tell us about this new project. It's on the uh, on the streaming platform for everyone to see, let us know a little bit about it. Congrats first Thank off you. from script to screen because that in itself deserves all the praises.
5: Yeah, tell me about it. So um, yeah, circuit. so it was a, it was a it was an idea that I had uh, been ruminating for a while. Um, the the original idea that I had for it was way different from the version that y'all seeing. Um, it was about this, uh, this Jamaican gang member who found some girls in his trunk and he kind of just wanted to like, uh, kind of save them. So I was, I was talking with my co-writer Sade and she was just like, you know, with your male gaze, you as a man and you trying to tell this story about women. She was like, um, you know, you got to come at it a little different. So I took that note and I, and I listened and I was like, well, okay, well kind of guide me, show me, show me the way. So we went back and we wrote several drafts and she really, um, she really brought something different and helped me, uh, fine tune the story and craft the story. And then we, we really started talking to survivors, right. And women who, uh, we started partnering with nonprofits and talking to women who had survived Uh, who had been through this, uh, who parents had sold them into it, who who friends had sold them into it, who were uh, thinking that there was gonna be in a romantic interest and Mm. getting sold into it. And it was heartbreaking. And you know what I mean? The more and more I started hearing it, the more and more I started changing the story and kind of changing the direction and the message. And I wanted to do less of just trying to make an entertaining, dope movie that I could star in, but then now it it, it became a vehicle something much Mm -hmm. bigger than me and something much uh uh you know what i mean i wanted to bring awareness to this topic because it's crazy and it's black women that it's happening to and that's why no one talks about it you know what i mean like that's why it's not on the news every day because it's black women so
4: i watched it and i was intrigued i really for a moment you had me i thought blonde was going to get away when she made that phone call you know, you, you hope for the feel-good story at the end, right. where you want everybody to to be cool at the end. But my heart sank when he told her, listen, <laughs> we're going to Mexico, and you're not going to see them no more. And they split the girls up. Like, only thing you know to look at, you got the zip code, uh, not zip code, it's area code off this phone number, where you can go there and track it, and then try to figure out who it was. But now, you just took the subject completely out of the state. I, it, it was a, a good twist for me. Um, but I think that's what made it super, super dope. Like, it already looked like an A1 movie. You know, you watch some, you know, smaller films and the lighting don't be right, but that's okay. We still watch it because we're enjoying the content. But the production looks so, like, I'm at AMC 30 watching it. Like, it was, I was so intrigued. And that was a cool story. I really did enjoy it. A very important subject matter that needs to be talked about Absolutely. I didn't know forty percent of the women were yes, black. Yes, the, the, the stats at the end. Don't we don't want to tell the movie? We want people to watch it. But that that end, good, the end, the
1: stats, absolutely.
6: That kind of and if I can kind of because that makes me think about another films so we're talking about, like but the shy, you know. So right now in this season three, the last, you know, about the little girl Keisha is missing, yeah. trafficking. And so it kind of made me think about that because yeah, people forget. And of course, you know, us being Atlanta, yeah, these these black girls are are, are unfortunately being taken. So for, to, to, for us to be talking about it, I'm interested. And I was kind of like, oh, like Q was saying, like, oh man, it just brings back, if you want to feel good, but the reality is that don't be-
0: Yeah, that's an outcome. Very rarely the case, which is what one thing I appreciated um, was the fact that it, it wasn't sugar coated. You know, yes. like it's great to have the fairy tales, but at the end of the day, especially when you're you know mixing activism into your your art, you know your artivism, it is important to not always kind of glaze over that. So I appreciated that. And then Rainy, I don't know, you made that parallel, which is one of my questions. You you the star of that film is is Keisha.
5: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. She <laughs> hasn't had a chance to see it. Yeah, she's been on her on vacay, so she's gonna catch up soon. But yeah, it's funny you made that that note because that was one of the things I was I was curious about was because Keisha's character, Burgundy's character in The Shy, parallels a lot with this film. Like, I know this film was done beforehand, but did you know? Like, or like that was? It's very interesting that she and maybe that's why she chose to you
5: know come on this yeah. project. So, um, I don't know. I don't know, honestly, Um, it's very ironic and I think that, um, you know, that they have such a bigger audience and such a bigger platform that they can reach a lot more people than I can. So that's dope that they're doing that. That's dope that, um, you know, I'm so happy for Burgundy that she's the lead of a show going from being, you know, like, just little Keisha to now, like, on all the billboards like I'm driving down like, yo, cause I've known Burgundy her whole life. You know what I mean? Like I know she's from Raleigh, you know what I mean? So like-
6: Oh, wow. Yeah. So
5: that's amazing to me to see her come up. And you know, so when I was writing the role and I was thinking about Blondie, the the, the lead character, like I saw her in my mind the whole time because I wanted a girl who was mature enough to handle the subject matter, but yet had a look that could still play younger. Cause you know, they're like 14, 15, 16. So she was right in that sweet spot. And, you know, that's just dope. That's just dope. And, um, and thank, thank you brother uh, Q for, for uh, you know, speaking on that. Like one thing we, we tried hard to do and I went back and forth from my producers is like, yo, I don't want to have a happy ending because this is not a, a happy ending for the girls that's in this. And also when you see it that way, when you, when you when you're watching it, it makes you want to do something. Right? Like if, if she got away, you're like, oh, cool. Like you read the stats, you're like, cool, OK, it's happening. But you probably walk away, go turn on the TV and watch the next movie, right? But when you see it happening, and you see the stats, now you, some people are calling and want to do something about us. People are going out in the streets, and they're, they're looking for nonprofits. Like it's a call to action, and that's what we wanted.
0: Yes. So you say you knew her um, from Raleigh. Did you guys go to like the same schools, or like it was just kind of? with it being just the area that you were in you guys just knew of each other and then kind of have come up in the industry a little bit uh, yeah
5: yeah so she's a lot younger than me um her grandma her grandmother was my elementary school pre, uh principal <laughs> and uh, i know her older sisters and stuff very well so um you know so we went he to high the school family. together knows knows family right <laughs> yeah.
6: <laughs> so I kind of kind of got, got a question because you kind of talked about it like um, in the beginning where you were saying all the roles that you, know you had been in were like gangsters or thugs. And so I just kind of want to know with you now kind of taking on more of a, uh, you're putting the film and the movies together or shows and all anything that you want to do. Are you trying to like make it now or what is the narrative that you want to put as a black man?
5: I want to put, the, the narrative that I want to put as a black man is that we are, we can, we're smart we're intelligent, we can be all things, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people, a lot of my friends are only interested in showing black men is one way, right? Like the mm-hmm. Sydney Poitier, we in a suit, we want black, we want white people to respect us type stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, hey, no, we do. But also they need to respect us when they see us in sweatpants, mm-hmm. when they see us just playing basketball, you know what I mean? Like, Cause I get treated differently depending on what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. But I'm the same mm-hmm. dude. I'm gonna talk to you to say I'm the same intelligence, like nothing changes, the only thing changes my appearance. So if I can human, if you know what I mean? What I wanna do is humanize the black man and the black experience so when you see us, you don't fear us.
0: Mm. Yeah. That is the word. Say it again one more time for the people who didn't <laughs> quite hear you.
5: But so when they see us, they don't fear us. Amen. You know what I mean? Unless we provoking that fear, unless we putting that fear in them, you know what? I mean? Don't play <laughs> with right. me. There
6: that gangster rally coming out.
0: <laughs> South side.
5: South side.
6: <laughs> so where can people watch
0: this film? And then are there any um Organizations that you say you, you know you work with a lot of nonprofits that where people can go and support or just have more awareness of this situation because places like Los Angeles and Atlanta are high trafficking areas, especially during big holidays and things like that. So, as much awareness as we can bring, we want to. Um, so, let the people know where they can watch the film as well as find other resources.
5: Yeah, so. Um... You can find the film um, on YouTube. You go to YouTube and you search uh, circuit short film, um, Army Hicks, Burgundy Baker, any combinations, uh, sex trafficking film, human trafficking film, whatever you need, it's up there. It's also on my YouTube. Um, you can also go to my Instagram, um, army underscore strong. You can go to the circuit page, Instagram, the link is in the bio, um, circuit uh, short film. Um, and we, you know, we partner with a lot of different organizations like Journey Out. Um, and there's a lot of great groups like Polaris that are doing um, a lot of great work. Um, the, the sex trafficking hotline, um, you know what I mean? There's, there's so many there's so many uh, there's people out there that's just, just trying to make a difference. Um, you know what I mean? And like you said, sporting events, like people don't know the Super Bowl, NBA finals, like these are some of the biggest- Hot spots. Hot yeah. spots yeah. for trafficking. You know what I mean? Anytime you get a large group of 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 uh, older men with alcohol and money, mm. that's, that's a that's a that's a hot spot, you know. So keep your eyes open. yeah, um, yeah and just try to, you know, try to stay vigilant and stay active.
6: Okay, well we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break as we're talking about being diligent and active. We're gonna be active and try to get these commercials and coins coming in. Uh, we are sitting down with the army. I just wanna say the army, but his name is Army. That's such a cool name. <laughs> well, when we get back, we're gonna ask him, how did you get that name Army? And it ain't spelled A-R-M-Y. If you want to know the details, you gotta keep listening. Right here on Black Educated and Bro.
2: Black
1: icons It's strong, it's empowerment, it's leadership. It's me, it's the culture, I'm African American, my skin tone is brown, I have a son, he's African American, his skin tone is brown, I'm here to uplift, I'm here to inspire, I'm here to lead, you can follow us at Black Icons 83 on Facebook and Instagram, and right now, we're working on the website. So, anything you see on the page, you can shoot us a DM and someone to get back to you within 24 hours. Shop Black Icons.
3: You are now tuned in to Black Educated and Broke. Right,
0: wait a minute. Okay, like what you gonna do? mind your business what we do in the streets between
3: us oh wow oh wow, okay. wow. you know we're, we're recording
6: right now right. So yeah
3: not yeah hard at all. Okay.
6: <laughs> Bye. yo i'm kidding i'm kidding i promise i'm kidding We do. <laughs> y'all we are back on black educated and broken let me just say it's getting hot up in here honey okay <laughs> we are sitting out having a talk with army hicks um about his newest project he's working on and some of his past projects and before the break he asked a couple of questions but we're gonna ask about his name which I found out that was what uh, Maya wanted to ask him where his name came from so she had that question and one additional what was your other question you had for him, uh, Maya
3: so oh, I was looking on his Instagram page because he was dropping it and all the other stuff so I'm trying to figure out why did you cut your hair? Because if y'all could see him, well, if you go on our YouTube page and watch the actual interview, you'll see he's like so clean shaven and fresh haircut. But on Instagram, you're a whole nother army. So, uh, do explain, sir.
5: <laughs> uh, I, I, I went and visited my dad, uh, Father's Day. Um, <laughs> and uh, we get to talking, told him I had an audition coming up. i have been in quarantine for a while. You know, I'm looking, I'm looking kind of crazy, and we had a few beers. You know, we just sitting back, kicking it, and he was like, "Yo, I, I can give you, I can wire you up, man. I can give you a good, good cut, baby, <laughs> right?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Dad, no, like I know you, like I know you, like nah." He's like, "Look, man, it's one of my hustles, it's one of my hustles." <laughs> oh, <Whoa. laughs> like, uh-huh. but I ain't getting money. Like I'm good. I was like, "Dad, you sure?" He's like, I'm like, alright, alright. we sit down, you <laughs> turn the clippers on, we get going. go and do it all right, at first. And they said like yo, son, I know you ain't just got me. He's like, nah, bro. And he's trying to like act like he did. And I'm like, get the mirror, get the mirror, get the mirror. Yeah, so pretty much it all had to go. It all I was
3: gonna ha- ask, I was gonna say, is dad in the army? Like, because you're really, really, like you're like enlisted. Like, <laughs> that's so, what I said.
5: I was like, he gave me the military cut. Like, but nah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like,
3: if y'all look on his Instagram, it's like the beard, the scruff, the mustache, like the fro, and I'm just like.
5: Those
0: languages, I <laughs> <apparently. laughs> <laughs> But you are a junior.
3: So, let us know
5: about your uh, your name and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So, my dad's name is Army. Um, it was a name; it was a family name given to him by my grandma. Um, I think it was his great great uncle's name. Um, she liked it, so she gave it to him. My mom was not having it. She was like, "No, sir, don't not name my child Army." She wanted to name me uh, DeAngelus. So, um, when she when she was giving birth, when she was in labor uh she's going through contractions and she's like you know just yelling screaming for help and my pops man you know the nigga he is he was like <laughs> good time talk about that name you know she's like whatever right. whatever i just trying to get this baby out of the game or <laughs> whatever you want so that's how i <laughs> <laughs> you
3: know, oh, knew him. Mar-man.
5: Mar-man. <laughs> exactly. Man.
3: That's one of his hustles, <laughs> you got hustled.
5: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're
4: a brave soul, boys. Ain't no way I'm letting nobody cut my hair, especially you've been drinking.
5: No, We're not doing This But was one of the, the father son bonding moments, you know. I was like, I was like, ah, that's whatever. Hair grow back, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, I could always grow yeah. it back. You know? yeah. How Ain't quickly you know you it don't... was, period styles versus Trey, and right there, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a memory
3: nice. now. It's
5: a good memory now. Good
0: memory. Army, we are in quarantine. What are you watching these days? What's good what should be recommended?
6: Um
5: movie? Yo, you know what's crazy? Um, that show I may destroy you, fire. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't started, I need to. I'm
6: glad okay, okay. yeah, I was wondering about okay, right there. Yeah. What still, okay? It
0: is a little it can be a little triggering. Mm-hmm. I feel like there should have been after I think episode three, there should or okay. uh, before episode three they should have had um um
5: the advisory or just yeah you gotta have a disclaimer yo because if you yeah (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
0: one particular episode just because for my personally it was just like the the intimate kind of violations that were happening and because it is so common it was just it was a lot but overall amazing show a great way to spotlight rape culture and 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 have darker skin tones leading
5: it she is an amazing
0: and just she crazy. is. She's, she's an is really incredible
5: good. creator, incredible yeah. creator. The show is so great, insanely like the way they talk, the way they dress, everything is so authentic and real. You know, so, that show, that show is fire. And, and you know what I mean with the subject matter. Um, it does. She's not afraid to get like to the nitty gritty. You know what I mean? Um, P Valley. Yo, hush, hush, hush. Come on in there. Um, <laughs> P-Valley, which just came out on... Uh, Stars, Yeah, P-Valley. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's, that's fire. Um, what
1: that's else dope. Are yeah, Ron, Ron told it's us to night. make sure we watched that. That's right.
0: I you know, watched that
5: the other <laughs> night. Pretty good oh, so far. you my girl Strawberry? That's one of my <laughs> favorite no, Don't come up in here with no Alize. You got to be... <laughs> <laughs> you got to be Strawberry. Yeah, no, and I
0: may destroy you. Um,
5: The Old Guard yet? I saw the Old Guard. Yeah. I'm rooting for everybody black. Yes. yeah. Everybody black, so anything that's popping off is coming out, watch the shy, watch Insecure, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, watch uh even Rami. I've been watching Rami about the Muslim cat. That's oh, okay. funny. Um, you know what I mean? Like I would say watch Dave, but they just they just topped Atlanta for top watch show on FX. It was oh, good. Oh no. You know what I mean? If you gonna watch it, watch Atlanta first. Watch yeah, The <laughs> residuals, yeah. and then watch Dave, you know what I mean? In that order.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge Atlanta fan. I've been watching it from day one. That show is so funny to me. Oh, like yeah. you, like I never would have thought it was going to be a comedy like that. But I think you gotta understand that kind of uh, uh, mentality or living or at least been through it to accept it and find the humor in it. That is a dope show. I can't wait for the new season to start. That and insecure them is like if it ain't Martin, it's like Martin insecure Atlanta.
5: Exactly, bro. Yeah.
4: So I kinda got a I kinda got a two part question for you.
3: First I
2: got off, a question. What <laughs> I'm n- done today. <laughs> you niggas. So question uh first part of it is with you being an actor, who is somebody that you know you want to work with and then you know you good on the acting part. And then as far as your overall career, where could you see yourself retiring? You
5: done, you good at okay, Ron. So, a uh, few people. I got a list of people who I want to work with. Um, definitely want to work with Ryan Coogler. I think he's an amazing director. Um, very just, he just got it. You know what I mean? He's up next. Um, you know, I would love to be the opposite. Like, keep Stanfield in the flick. You know what I mean? I'm oh, yeah. rocking out on something like that. Guy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, that, that, that would be dope. Um, and as far as, I mean... There's so many talented people. I mean, it's crazy. Cause now that I'm in it, it's like, I look at it differently. Like these are my peers. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't have that same lens that I had a few years ago before I got into it. Um, but yeah, that's that's, that's, that's just kind of how I view it now. And as far as my career, like, I mean, as long as my legs work and I can get up and walk, you know, I feel like I can do this forever. You know what I mean? You look at like Clint Eastwood, that mm-hmm. cat, like, what 89, 90? Yeah, I think he's ninety. He just directed a movie like last year, or so I was mm, like, and talking yeah, the, to invisible tears. But anyway, yeah the, mule. Yeah. yeah, the reason
2: the reason I was asking uh, where you want to end your career, where your career is, um, I feel like you know, especially with young people, they may get stuck in. Oh, I just want to be an actor, but there are tons of jobs in the industry that you can make a great living at. So maybe yours may be production, or maybe owning your own film company, or you know, maybe even getting into music and scores because that's another thing that, you know, young kids get into, I want to be a rapper, but I mean, the music in the whole, I mean, on a movie, that's a stupid check. So, I think think with someone with with your, with being in the industry, as long as you have, being able to point out those type of careers and jobs could really help kids say, okay, if I don't get on the screen, I can do this and still make a bag. Yeah, Uh,
5: And still be on the screen. Exactly. That's, that's so smart because my my best friend is a musician and you know what I mean? Like he wants to be a rapper, but he learns all the instruments. He's learning how to make the beats. He's learning all the stuff and same thing with me. Being an actor, um, you know, I've, I've done location scouting. I've, I've done editing. I've done, uh, uh, um, you know, catering. So many, I've wore so many different types of hats and like I can go get a job doing any of those right now you know what I mean put that on my resume splash it up make it look good exactly like don't get caught up especially being an actor because you're only gonna be young for so long you're only gonna be handsome or whatever have you know what I mean whatever you got for so long there's a window you gotta hit it in that window and then once that window gone you gotta reinvent yourself constantly reinvent yourself find your next prime you know what I mean what's my next prime gonna be what's my next joint gonna um, be and you know, having that foresight, you gotta see it before it get there. If you wait till it happen, you wait till you a has-been, and then you start, nah. Okay.
0: Right. I'm gonna have to use
6: that for the church said. I was gonna ask you to do that separately, because we have a segment at the end of our show called In the Church Said, we say something positive. I'm gonna just use that. Thank you, Army.
0: <laughs> yes thank you so much army for joining us today again let the folks know where they can see circuit and then where they can find and connect with you if they're not like my and already there whatever
3: <laughs> i i click follow so
6: chill on me okay? Ooh, i'm not that all right you know thank you to follow though
4: not yet oh <laughs>
6: <ain't thirsty>. nah. <laughs> uh-huh. i gotta give it a week okay <laughs> oh my god
5: so, get uh, Some dignity. <laughs> <laughs> the film's on my... It lives on my YouTube channel right now. Um, uh, and also, we've, we've been in various film festivals and, you know, we're looking to be in several more, but right now it's living on, on online on my YouTube channel. So you can type in Circuit Short Film, uh, starring Burgundy Baker, um, directed by Army Hicks. Any combination of those, you'll find it online. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can follow me at Army underscore Strong. Um, you can follow the Circuit page the Circuit Short Film. Um, you know, it's right here. And support and watch um, and shout out to our team. You know what I mean? I couldn't do it without them. We had an amazing, amazing team. Shout out Claudia Costello, the editor at Black Panther and Creed Fruit Bell Station. She was yes. our editor. You know, shout out to Burgundy. Uh, shout out to Lauren Harrell. Shout out to Lisa Mazada, Sophia Capri, uh, Stella Williams. I mean, we had so many dope women who worked on this. Uh, you know what I mean? Who, came together, who brought their their expertise, who brought their talents, who brought their time, their heart, their passion, and we made it work, man, so.
0: Yes, thank you, ARMY, and everyone, it's A-R-M-I-E, no Y, I-E, ARMY underscore strong is where you can find him. Again, thank you so much for taking your time out to be with us today and share so much knowledge and this insight and things I didn't even know, so I appreciate it.
4: You're welcome. Okay. Yes. I definitely appreciate it. Thank, yeah, you, thank, with, you, on thank be, you.
6: On behalf of all of us, Army, we definitely thank you for taking the time to hang out with us, to be enlightened. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and wrap these things up with the Mr. Army Hicks Jr. Uh, when we come back, we're going to jump into the runs, rundown down, because we got to talk about a lot of stuff. We got Pop Smoke, Tory Lanez and Megan, NBA Updates and Russell Westbrook, who got COVID, DMX versus Snoop, Jill Scott, <laughs> Derrick Henry... We got a lot, you wanna listen, so you better. Right here on Black Educated Impro.
0: So I'm hearing it's a hot girl summer. But ladies, you've got to be fashionable too. Visit iCandy for the latest sunglasses, the best quality, and even better prices. Check us out on IG. That's E-Y-E underscore candy. That's candy with a K. 242. Let us know what you think.
4: Hot girl summer season, You know she got Hi. it in Look. Y'all tuned in to the new season of Black Educated and Broke. You know what? I'm calling this shit Black Educated and Broke 2.0. We got some new members we got my homie, Byron, a.k.a. Ron, who's gonna always going to make it his stock. We got my girl, Sinead, all the way out in Cali, holding down in L.A. And you know the regulars is back. Randy O, Maya, my man Mike B, and Q to take over. So stay tuned. This season is about to be off the hook.
2: Yes, sir, it's your boy Ron, bringing you Ron's Rundown. Nothing but that hip-hop fire and straight sports knowledge. Black Educated and Broke is now in the building. You should be too. Let's go.
6: And we are back here on Black Educated and Broke just wrapped up a bomb interview with army hicks on his uh director of short film coming out circuit again follow us on social media black educated and broke so we can get all the details you'll fit on our page and of course we will tag him um but you know i was dropping a little bit of juicy conversation that's coming up in ron's rundown ron ron what's going on on your rundown booth?
2: pop smoke that young man is definitely resting in power right now not only is his album number one on the Billboard 200, his murderers have been caught in charge. Yes. Um, two adults and two teenagers. Um, they could be facing the death penalty. So we'll see how that goes. Ah, Mr. Tory Lanez. How you doing, <laughs> sir? Caught you a little pistol charge this weekend, didn't you? <laughs> oh, apparently in uh, <laughs> Hollywood Hills. There was an argument that broke out, and uh, Tory Lane leaves in the SUV with Miss Megan Thee Which this negro done got my baby hurt. I ain't with that shit at all. But uh, I mean,
6: I don't know if she he necessarily got her hurt. I mean, she, you know, she was hanging with him. But go ahead. I go thought
4: ahead. you was gonna correct him about saying his baby, because we all know that's not true. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Oh. Stop it! Oh. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: No, nah, but uh. Story called a um,
4: um, pistol charge this Felony charge, baby. A felony charge. That's a felony in California. First of all, you can't have magazines over ten in the state on anything, and you can't be there with a pistol anyway. Mm-hmm. So yes, he got a felony. He was released. I ain't stepping on your um, on your segment, Ron. Do your thing. You know. <laughs> Versus battles. Y'all know I love versus We're done with Megan F.S.? Uh, that's it. I, I, we, we ain't even going to talk about she got shot? shot? What
6: happened? All right, what about the gunshot on her foot? She feet? got shot. I said my baby got hurt. Well, you didn't well, say that she got shot.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute, because I don't, don't know nothing. nothing. Right? You? You're about to give me some details. Oh, man. I'm oh, sorry.
0: Watch out it's awesome. I'm defense,
2: so Megan got right
0: shot in the
4: foot multiple
2: times. So...
0: So it's Tori been shot. be while
2: but we can watch her twerk again. I'm so upset about that.
6: OK, let we'll me help with more of this story. OK, they right, went to right, a. You can help
1: me out, because I'm They blind. went
6: to a, from what I read in, 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 in Q, you can help you out, too. But they white went to devils, a, And that's what happens when you party with the white
0: devils in the Hollywood Hills. That's oh, what happened. Like so she Nick went Cannon. to. <laughs> you like
6: Uh-oh. Right. She went to a party, Mike B. People know. She went to a party, her and Tory Lanes, and like an argument broke out, and fighting, and all of that. Not just, and, not just them two. Kylie Jenner's
4: there. The homegirl that was just shaking her booty with Megan on old boy's head. I was so (laughs) jealous. She was with her. That's the third person in the car right there. Her name is, um, damn it, it slips my mind. It's Wicked. Listen, I think Tori, I don't think, I don't know. I don't know, I really don't care. I'm glad that she's okay. But her getting shot is real skeptical with people coming out on internet, telling Tori that his days are numbered.
6: Um. Like.
4: It's like he cheddar Bob Megan. Kelsey like,
6: Nicole, that's her
4: name. That's her name. Like, did he shoot her on accident? Why'd you even yeah. pull the pistol? Y'all fighting? Right. I know you're only 5'3", 120 pounds. But come on, man. Like, and, why, and, why, and why and
6: why she switch her story? First, she said she got no, cut on some didn't glass. she
4: She never said that. TMZ reported that.
6: She, came, up, yeah. Right. Yeah. she
4: she came out and said that that's, everything is all mixed up. Okay. So she had surgery to have the bullets removed from her foot. Uh, and it's been a whole ordeal. The way that it's worded on Twitter by uh, Juju on the beat, Megan and the homegirl who was in the car, is pointing, trying to make it seem like Tori actually came at her, but that confuses me. So why is Tori and all y'all in the car then leaving the scene if y'all had an altercation with Tori and he possibly shot it? It's It's a lot to unpack.
0: I like I Is that
1: why the governor gonna just shut y'all down, Shanae? Y'all partying in the pandemic? Is that what the governor's shutting y'all down? <laughs> I, I am
3: not partying. I've seen that some that Tori was actually shooting back at whoever was shooting That's that. what oh, I thought. Just I've good. seen yeah. that. Yeah. It's, too yeah. it's too much.
1: It's too much.
0: But yeah, she said it was it was with the intent to it was a committed against her and done with the intention to physically harm her. So whoever right. had her, to her understanding and her, you know her her feelings of it, it was with the intention to harm her. It wasn't like a what I was thinking when I first heard it. Was, you know, people getting drunk, playing with guns, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, It was someone <laughs> was out to that
4: get
2: was
3: hurt. her. was gunning for. Oh dang!
2: Sound know, really like a booty trying to take out my baby. Sound like Jay <laughs> like you ain't minute. got no baby. Wait a, wait a
3: minute. You ain't got no baby. Oh. Next
4: segment. Oh, that. Oh, oh well, all right. Heard yeah.
3: that.
4: Mm,
2: okay,
6: what baby. happened with Russ, Brook? <laughs>
2: Russ- Versus <laughs> battles, y'all know I love versus battles. DMX versus Snoop Dogg, battle of the dogs going hmm. down Wednesday, July twenty second. I got it. I'm not that excited because <laughs> DMX alone. It's dark and hell is hot. Flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. And then there was
4: X. <laughs> the first three you albums. We got one classic album, two, dog. And that's two style. Ni- Ooh. Two in 98 and one in 99. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that though, Ron. Bruh, Snoop ain't got but one classic album. Okay. Doggy style. That's it. Okay. See, this is, I think this is kind of where we get uh we leave parts out because it's not just an album. If that's the case, they would just pick an album and battle the album. But it includes features. Uh, some, some instances has included work you've written for other people. So it's going to get bounced around. But first of all, DMX kind of ran. Well, I won't say he ran in the 90s. But between him and Ho, that Def Jam family was a beast.
6: Yeah. You know, he, got, he
4: got music from 98 at least through 2001. Yeah, At least. That's that's three, four years on music. Three years if you count on your fingers but it's going to be a tough battle. Snoop alone, he's got 187 from the deep cover. He's got that Doggy Style album. He's got uh, uh, Songs with Pharrell. It's the, come on, uh, the dog pound, D.P.G. He got, he time got, time. I, I get
2: that, I get that, but what I'm saying is, just them three albums alone, DMX can hit the him with them and then got some more. Yeah, and I keep going.
6: So ultimately, pull it off. So I'm, I'm, I'm giving all it, all I'm
0: giving right it on that one. Get it right. Get
6: it ready. So
0: no, but look my
6: friends, Maya and Randy all in a row just. Okay, dancing. <laughs> seduction. <laughs>
4: that was just worst song.
6: I love that song. That was so fun. It was corny that as hell. That is well. such a great skating song. Like, when yes, it, it is. Skating,
3: it's just such a vibe.
4: Yeah, it is, but it's still <laughs> trash.
3: Ooh. Okay, Ron. So I
2: want to send prayers to my boy Moneybag Yo. And it ain't for what y'all think. Yeah, go ahead. Y'all know he dating Ari.
6: Oh, his baby yeah. mama coming
2: for him. Go ahead. Yeah. He tell he me about this a, a Lambo SUV. And his Woo. baby mama is not happy. She got that wet. Yeah, back so, up I'm on. praying for you, young brother. I hope you get away with that one. We don't, you don't need for go, go for it,
4: Like a woman scorned. I, I think Ari Ari must got that Gawk Gawk 3000 because she's been coming up. Javante Davis, G Herbo. Uh, this dude who else? Uh, shooting you know, uh, Tank Davis, it's, 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 been, it's been crafted. I um, wouldn't say it's fake, it ain't ass shots.
6: It means a, a Brazilian, yeah, she had a
4: fat transfer. That's what on I the, want, or at least some lipo. At the minimal, she's had at least lipo. Yeah, she had
0: a kid.
4: Get
2: her mommy
4: make yeah. I do not see videos. That thing moves. Oh sure. my gosh! All bro. right. So, Ron. Ron, don't say because yeah. that thing be moving. Moving, boy, it look <laughs> like the ocean. Boy, you, have, right. you ever you ever took Jello with the fruit to your people house for something? You <laughs> sit it down and it just go like this. <laughs> you sit oh on the table,
6: God.
1: And okay. it just sit
4: there. Lord have mercy. Ron,
6: hurry up! We got to wrap no. up
4: sit your face in
2: it. <laughs> so, is it just me, or do y'all view T Pain as a legend as well? Absolutely. No, Absolutely. heck, Crazy no. As hell. What? Like, what?
0: So, so Atlanta legend. I would say even bigger than Atlanta, but definitely the Atlanta legend.
1: at the very. Oh, you said he's
4: Atlanta? From I, I missed Atlanta. Atlanta? He's oh, from I Florida. didn't hear you say Atlanta. I heard I
1: you
6: thought say you said he's legend. A legend. He's yeah. from yeah. Florida. Yeah, yeah. I went calling He's from Florida. Thank you, Maya.
0: Tallahassee
3: rubber band man in Atlanta. So that's, I, don't, I remember, feel like so influenced influence
1: that culture, personally,
3: I don't know. You said T-Pain and rubber band man in the same sentence? Wrap it up, please. Oh <laughs> I mean, definitely, I heard, definitely. I heard T.I. Oh, he, he said,
1: said T-Pain. T-Pain. I ain't about T.I. <laughs> oh Lord, Shanae, Shanae.
2: So, so T-Pain, T-Pain is definitely uh, a gentleman with a lot of hints in the industry. So he was on Twitch uh telling the story how Travis Scott fell asleep standing up in a studio and then just ghosted him. And this was before the uh before Astro World launched. So they had an opportunity to work together, but Travis completely threw that shit out the window. Mm. Wow. Disrespect, last. Sports so a couple of, of weeks, y'all, NBA season start, and my favorite basketball player done caught COVID. Russell. Mm. Uh, Russell Westbrook yeah. is positive for coronavirus. It. Hoping he makes that through and gets back to the team, man, because I definitely want to see my boy ball.
1: Well, hell, they all down in the bubble. They
6: be all right. Right. Stop it. So,
2: <laughs> I don't know if y'all know who this is, but there's a young gentleman that used to play for the Dallas Cowboys, Kyle Kiro. Questions Jill Scott's beauty and sexness. Idiot. Young man, you are a rabbit ass idiot. What? Well, I would marry Jill. They for the
1: Cowboys, I mean.
4: First of all, that's in the past. That one. I thought you were going to talk about how they tricked off uh, Dick Prescott. Uh,
2: Nah, I ain't going to pick on Randy Randy. (laughs) Wait a minute, what? (laughs) So, the Washington Redskins are no longer the Washington Redskins. They have changed their name. They didn't say what they were changing to yet, but they will no longer be known as the Redskins. Mm. Shout out to some money real quick. My boy, Derrick Henry, Tennessee Titans running back. All right, go to break.
1: Go to break. Best running
2: back in the league. Just signed a four-year extension, $50 million. That's it. Congratulations, King. That's it. All right.
1: Coming up next, we be Chris in the cities. Randy got
2: oh, 80, 80 million for four years. <laughs> Miles Garrett got one hundred twenty-five million. For All right, five. we be in
1: the cities. Coming up next, I'm right making here
4: on. Him play nice. city. Stop cutting <laughs>
6: him out. We get out. We pa- pa- let him have his shine.
4: Patty got five hundred million. So what you saying? <laughs> Miles, <laughs> Miles Garrett got one hundred
2: twenty-five million, making him the highest-paid defensive player uh, with, in the league. So congratulations to him as well, man.
6: All
2: right and Ron money, we man. that's that's it for my for my rundown.
6: Thank you, Ron. You know, they give you such a hard time, but I really appreciate hard all time. the information I don't that hear you shared. man coming up. <laughs> you know, y'all, if y'all want to support this black man, y'all go follow him on Twitter at Mr. FYPM, okay? And make sure you follow me. Yeah, shout, shout out
1: to, to Miles though.
4: Right.
6: <laughs> well, who is Mouse Garrett? I heard that name. That's oh, yeah. Sworn the, he, uh, oh, he the he helmet the Cleveland the Steelers. Uh, okay, I heard the name. I am here. Yeah, just work with me, okay?
4: Swing Actually work helmet. on this
6: break. Okay, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, <laughs> I think Q got something to talk about. What you got to talk about today, Q, that you done made up?
4: We, I ain't make up nothing. Listen. I'm talking about the real. We're going to talk about Jennifer McLegan when we come back.
6: Okay. Before we go to Jennifer McLegan, we're going to talk about we be in the city, guys. Keep listening right here on Black Educated and Broke. Shut up. Hey, y'all. What it do? It's
3: your girl, it's Maya. Make sure you check out my blog, The Mayan Empire, located on blackeducatedandbroke.com. Hope to see you there
5: like current events and want to be the smartest among your friends, then the PowerPod is the show for you.
6: The PowerPod is the weekly recap show where we cover the current events of the week. It's a show where we're not afraid to get serious. And we're not afraid to have some fun.
5: So try us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, the WSB Radio app, WSB Radio.com, Stitcher, CastBox, okay, (laughs) anywhere there are podcasts, (laughs) we we are there. So power up with the PowerPod!
4: Everybody want to be a rapper, but don't nobody want to rap? Well, we're going to give you a chance to rap on Slap It or Dap It. Send us your music, your MP3 to blackeducatedandbroke at gmail.com and we'll play it. What's even better is we're going to invite you to the show and then you can show the world and us what you got. You think you got what it takes? We're going to see.
6: All right, guys, we are here back on Black Educated and Bro with my girl Maya, Shanay, Mike B. Ron, and Q. And we're about to get into what's going on in the city. Atlanta. So one of the first things I really wanted to talk about because um, I have an event taking place this weekend, and a lot of people were like, oh, my God, well, we saw the Atlanta mayor shut it down. Y'all going back to phase one. So just to be clear to everybody knows, First of all, it's clear Atlanta mayor and the governor are not on the same page. Okay, uh, Atlanta mayor Keisha Lance Bottom. Hey, Keisha, uh, she wants to go back to phase one, which that's like shutting down the restaurants again, only doing takeout. Uh, you know, the, the 10 people or less uh, social distancing. That's what she's trying to push. And that's what she tweeted out that she was going to take it back there. Well, then Governor Kemp, he jumped in. and was like, she just pretty much didn't have the grounds to do that. She could not enforce it because it could not go over his rule over the state. So, um, you know, for me, and you know, I'm asking all of y'all opinions, I don't think we need to go back to phase one. I don't think we should shut stuff down. But I do think that masks need to be mandatory. I think that needs to be mandated across the state. Maya, what you think?
3: I think we need to go back to phase one. I think everything (laughs) needs to be shut down. They opened too soon. They opened too quickly, and now the Karens and the Chads, it's my right as an American citizen not to wear a mask. It's always been your right not to wear a mask, but however... Cases are up by three thousand every day. Or More. There's not that many people in Atlanta, so it, unless everybody in Atlanta got corona and I'm don't sure know was. it, and I'm sure we do because testing is so goddamn. Why is New York sending supplies for testing?
6: Mm. Cause they didn't figure <laughs> out how to control some stuff. But before I elaborate on that, uh, Ron, what you think about it? Do you think we need to go back to Phase One, or what you think?
2: I ain't never loved Phase One, so don't no matter me it's where it goes
6: okay I, mean,
2: I, I before i wasn't wearing a mask but now i'm walking around with a mask on and you know i ain't never left
4: face one so it don't matter to me one way or another okay Q. I uh i am with the two who went before me i'm not playing about this virus at all man i'm not taking any chances for one uh if it's fake cool let it be fake but i'm not gonna risk my life to prove that it's not real I don't think that's is that important. You um, can still do some of the things you, you, you'd you like to do, but the, some of the other things that they have clothes like uh, events or, or clubs or bars, none of that is a necessity to live in, all right? So if it ain't a need, I'm not
6: messing with it. I, I can't do it, it's just not that important. All right, and Mike?
1: honestly i i I don't know i'm with the uh mass being mandated but at this point now going back to phase one and for those of you all listening it will be only for the city of atlanta limits you know people come to atlanta and they stay in marietta that's not the city of atlanta you follow the you follow wherever you live you follow that so uh me and randy we live in the city of Atlanta. So going back to to phase one, I I understand. But but at this point, it's a battle she's going to lose. I wouldn't even um, do it because at this point now, it's so much going on. You got to grab on something. And right now, you're not going to win against the governor. So if mandating the mask, he's not allowing that either. So, don't even do the battle. Just keep it. Look, encourage your people to stay at the house, even though we're not going to do it. I mean, Randy got an event this weekend, but a lot of events that are being held, you guys are following CDC guidelines uh, with what you're encouraging with masks and, and social distancing. At this point, it's a lose battle for uh, Mayor Bottom. So I wouldn't even go back to phase one. I'm like Ronda, I, I never left phase one as a city resident. I've stayed in, that, um, in those guidelines.
6: And now Shanae, I know you were in Georgia, but now you're in California. What do you think about what's going on here in Georgia with that?
0: Um, yeah, I, I honestly agree with everyone. I think I think the bottom line is what a lot of government officials were looking at and, and and that money. And I get that there's a lot of pressures and there's a lot of people who want answers and want things done. But I just think they're with so much up in the air, you know, in regards to everything with the pandemic, it's just Everyone has moved, you know, too soon. And I get it's hard. I get there's a lot of of just negativity surrounding just kind of, you know, the uncomfortableness of having to shelter in place and just being locked out, especially as it gets hotter outside. But, like... We don't, you know, it's like we still have flu season to get through, you know. I, I feel like if mm-hmm. it, we should have waited until after July 4th. That is a major holiday. People are always wanting to go out on that type of holiday. Mm-hmm. I feel like they opened things up just before July 4th, at least here in, in California, so they could get that revenue of people mm-hmm. and get people back in stores and things like that so they could feed that bottom line and feed the, you know, the money. But it's just cases are surging. It, it, it sucks that we have to go progress and go back but like, it only makes sense at this point. The
1: China it's- virus, the China. The China. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, no.
3: Like honestly, Sinead made a good point. Like honest, all this is about revenue and money and profit. Oh, absolutely. absolutely, it's not about our lives. They don't. They can get can could give a damn about they make us people. feel
0: bad, you know, like Ooh. naming our friends and things like that. But it's like yeah. not everyone is introvert or not. It's yeah. very hard for extroverted people. I feel for people like Randy and like my sister and my aunt who are very extroverted people who love being around people. So of course, if they're gonna get the chance to be out, like they, they might just do that, and then we want to, you know, point the finger at them, like so we should all be pointing at the government for their irresponsibility and playing into people's needs and, and you know, wanting to be out and things like that.
1: Get that check back so. up. I
3: That's my job and closed me. back down.
2: That's the main thing for me. This virus is really pointing out a lot of dumbass leadership, man.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: Well, like I said, it's, I think it's one of the things you know we, we're just gonna continue to go on. I kind of feel like we can, I get the sheltering or trying to go back, but I feel like with a virus, it has to run its course. And it's like at the end of the day, I know it's it's horrible, but I feel like people are gonna die no matter no matter what you do. You go back to faith. people are gonna die no matter what you know so. All I'm gonna say, just do what I feel like is best for you. Of course, I had a lot of family members who uh
1: um, said damn. Well,
6: they are. I mean, people die every day. But let me say, people that's not coming this weekend, you know, like I have family and friends who are not coming, who are not coming this weekend, and I completely support it. Cause I'm not if you feel like you're at risk, I I'm not gonna personally, it is okay. But for people who are gonna come to our event, it's this Saturday. I am a real Barbie expo at Paint Tips Socialize uh that's the paint black owned paint studio owned by Sasha the and her husband Kevin Harris um, it's going to be from 9 30 a.m to 1 o'clock p.m uh we are enforcing masks uh, we have all the tables set up to have six feet um you know we are like really trying to be on that so if you guys want to come out we're trying to make sure that we have everything in, in place to make sure the safe environment Um, But other thing that was going on this weekend before I get out of We Be In The City, well, not this weekend, but uh, coming out, Black Radio in Atlanta are uniting for getting people registered to vote. So, like, I know we posted a story on our sister station, Kiss 104, but it was on all the Black stations in Atlanta. Uh, 107.9. I think I saw Streets on there. Uh, what's that old station you been listening to, Mike? That was on there. Um, but the whole thing is they're trying to bring the black community together to vote, and I think that is beautiful. Instead of trying to compete for ratings, let's come together to vote these out, out of office. So, um, I'm in favor. I thought it was a great bringing for Atlanta. What did y'all think about it?
1: Thought it was a good move uh, from uh, Miss T, Miss Terry Avery at uh, Kiss FM to uh, take the words of Ambassador Young because at one point in time there was only one black station here in Atlanta and then look now with the powerhouses of uh, V103 and WALK being as old as they are and then Kiss coming in right behind them being as old as Kiss, and the uh, Radio 1 stations and there is black listeners yeah. get them out to vote the the registration, the, the voter numbers for registration if you can get those numbers they've gone up especially since uh, the primaries
6: Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's another thing, like, I just want to reinforce everybody because with the coronavirus, they're expecting us, more and more of us, not to vote. Oh, I ain't getting out. I ain't, like, listen, try your best. If, if now more, we say this every year, but voting is so important. It is so important. I really encourage you guys to get out there and vote. Some places are doing email ballots. I want to say, uh, is it Fulton or Cobb? You can do an email uh, ballot to send or email absentee ballots. Figure all that out, y'all, and get registered. But overall, that is what's going on in the city. All of this will be on our social media, so please follow it. What is that? At Black Educated and Broke. Mm-hmm. And on Twitter, BEB Podcast underscore ATL. So we're going to take another break, and then we're going to get into Jennifer McLeggen. Right here on Black Educated and Broke.
1: Yo, what's up, people? It's your boy Ali Sadiq from Comedy Central. Man, you know me. I'm black, educated, and broke as hell. I just want y'all to know, hey, man, keep listening to this podcast. Black, educated, and broke. it's your boy Ali Sadiq. Hey, man, get your cash up. Get your education up
5: and get your
0: goddamn blanket up. they say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder and all fine art starts with a vision through extensive research and studying Barbie Dalmene lashes are crafted to enhance your beauty inside and out unlike synthetic lashes you can find in stores or online Barbie Dalmene lashes are made with a soft cotton band which makes them lightweight comfortable and easy to apply don't let me forget you can wear these lashes up to 25 times with proper care get dolled up and shop at javinww.barbiebeauty.com and ladies barbie is spelled b a r b e e see you later
3: think like we do but no don't make your check the disrespect i'm listening to black educated and broke
6: and we're back here on black educated and broke and i'm just going to talk it to my boy q cuz he got some conversation to talk about
4: Oh yeah I felt like I was on my Tommy shit right there Oh Okay let's talk about it We talk about uh, On social media I see a lot of days It's not really a day that goes by That I don't see um, Mel Bashman on Twitter But this young man who stepped up For a worthy cause uh, Deserves a round of applause But a little backstory Before I get to him There's a single mother in the New York area. Her name is Jennifer McLegan, and she is a nurse. She is dealing with harassment from her next-door neighbors um, that would kind of borderline put you on in the mindset of as if it was the 1920s, 1919s, or when slavery was just ending. As far as the lengths of... uh, harassment, the levels that they're going to. Just a backstory, um, she has a, a long sign on her front uh, screen door, her storm door, where she's written out everything that's been going on. I'm going to read it to you so that way, if you have any questions, you can ask me. It's, it reads, hello, my name is Jennifer and I'm a single mom and registered nurse. My neighbors have been racially harassing me since I purchased my home. I took video footage to court and won $500 in judgment from the videos. I hate when people write like they talk because it never grammatically
6: flows. Ever.
4: Uh, they have thrown human feces on my property, and <laughs> it has, and it was recorded. They had, they are now planting dead squirrels on my property, and have told me to go back to where I came from. They have their friends come spit on my property and it, has, and it was recorded. A blowtorch was taken to my home at 3 a.m. They have said that I can be erased, erases in quotes. Their friends also treated, threatened to get rid of me and my cameras. They walk around in the back with guns and it was recorded. The police have said, i need to be harmed for them to make an arrest again the police has said i need to be harmed in order for them to make an arrest i live in fear of my life at home you will hear prayers coming from my home i apologize for the noise thank you and follow at stand with jennifer so i came i saw this on instagram i kind of rolled by and saved it because i wasn't sure But then I saw Ben Crump talking about it on his Twitter page. So I I decided to dig a little deeper into the situation. And I found out that she is not the first person to be harassed by this family that lives next door to her. Um, There was a a young lady who lived there before her. She's of the Latino community. They also harassed her and threw dead squirrels on her stoop. Why this is extremely disturbing is because When you live in somewhere and you bought a home, you want to feel comfortable in your home. If you can't feel comfortable nowhere else, at least you can know you can go home and get some kind of solace and and be at peace with yourself or your surroundings. This lady is being harassed. She's like she's a single mother with a child. She has nobody to defend her. There's no man in the home that can help with that. Like I don't understand where these white people get off by thinking that they can get away with things like this, inflict this kind of harassment upon people, and it's okay in the name of whatever false wooden God that they're praying to. Uh, now, there is another gentleman, I don't know his name, but he has been sitting out in front of our home for 13 hours from 6 p.m. to 7 a.m., uh, watching to make sure that nothing is happening. There are pictures of our neighbors walking around and behind our house with assault rifles like it, it's it's extreme and for the police to say they can't do anything until something happens to her is saying that you basically have to be harmed or die before we'll do anything and i think that's extremely extremely disgusting
6: i think the whole story is just kind of like ludicrous but but then it makes me feel like cause she really like not get in contact with Anybody to help her? Like no sort. Okay, you can't go to the police. There was no group. Like there was nobody. This messed up. But I have a heart, so I'm like, I don't get how you can like. There's nothing. I don't. I just feel like there got to be more. There's nothing she could have done. Like yeah, I don't know.
4: About I don't that. know. It's a it's a, a tricky situation. I don't want to get in a victim blaming or anything like that. Um, But everybody's situation do be kind of different. Some people have family or somebody they can lean on. Some don't. Uh, maybe they're too far away. It, it, many situations. Or
6: she could have be sure. been afraid to do or all
4: that. Could, or she could be she know who they are above. Knew. And to be in that town and the police not helping, that enables the neighbors. And they're like Absolutely. next they're right next to each other. They're just divided by a fence. Like it's very serious. You, you say this is in New York? Yes, that's in New York. That doesn't surprise are you. This
2: illegal in New
4: York? Uh
2: ooh. So if you got pictures of somebody walking around your house With a firearm
4: They are illegal be, in New York Wouldn't that be I a think,
2: reason for the police to go arrest them Because I believe they're not they're in, have a, firearms?
4: I believe they're illegal but I think you can also have CCW In New York if I'm not mistaken I could be wrong on that but I think there You can have it there
1: What part of New York that, is she so that, in
4: uh, You know I don't know I don't know
1: well, that could be the thing, no, especially like you said, you away from your people, you your people in in Harlem and you in Upstate. That's that's yeah. a that's a that's a long shot. Wow. I do feel like. Oh, go ahead, Mike. Oh, go ahead. I was just.
6: I want to no say she, we need we need to get this out though. Like it definitely needs to get some traction and get out. Like I hate that she's being harassed like that. I couldn't even imagine, you know, because I'm just like, and I know she don't want to fight back because you don't want to like. You got just, I mean, that's just, it's such a crazy situation. I was trying to read up here to see if I can see what part of New York, because it does not surprise me, but I'm just kind of like, no, I don't even say what part of New York that she's from, but it's just crazy. that. I, 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 I don't want to blame it, but I, yes, I think it has something to do with leadership because I feel like, you know, leadership, sometimes people follow it to the team and you got your leadership saying whatever you know doing whatever passing blame or whatever i just feel like you make those real people come out like i saw the coolest post yesterday it was like uh to all of my white friends i'm not talking to you or whatever but those i'm talking to the ones that i can't remember but people like people the racist people are they're open now it's like it's no longer a secret it is out it is about and i just i don't i'm i'm out of words y'all because i don't know what I would do so. I would try to probably kill one. I, I would have to lose it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, mean, I wouldn't want to be a hashtag. We about to listen. I, I don't want to live in fear. I, I'm not living in fear of where I am. You know what i the religious Randy? You know, God has not given us a spirit of fear. So I'm just like, I'm not, no. I uh, all right.
2: I don't know who the hell these people think they are, but news flash: I catch anybody walking around my property with a farm and I don't know you. I'm letting loose.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. hey, Valley Stream is near Long Island. I, we oh, listen. that's right. You know, the people in Long that. Island. Come on now. Come on, Long Island. Step up.
6: Yeah, they, I would think
4: better. Wu Tang. Exactly.
6: That's where Wu Tang from.
4: Yeah, Long Island. Staten Island. I'm lying. Uh,
6: Shout I, out I, to I, that young king for. <laughs>
2: shout out to that young king for making sure he look out for
6: absolutely him. absolutely now that's that's, that's the talking no
1: about no long point. island rock him up there what chuck d is? ain't he from long island yeah uh yeah, maybe it's chuck d from long island chuck d he'll handle it and b is Marquis. they gon' mess with b is once they see him but anyway <laughs>
4: that's
6: okay well guys oh, we're wow. gonna keep everyone informed with this story again her name is jennifer mclegan uh, look her up google her get information get this story out so that she can be having peace and not be bullied like she's going through of course we'll have it on our social media which you can follow at black Educating and broke broke and you know one thing i'm gonna say broke.com <laughs> broke but you know what it made me think i know this has nothing to do with it but i was gonna say uh black and, and it made me think about the mayan empire maya what's been going on What you know this is our blog queen what, what, what's going on in your blog world boo I'm glad you mentioned that because I actually
3: I'm um, posting a new post on Monday
6: oh you want to so. give like a secret what is that?
3: well basically um now that I'm back at work and everything I just wanted to like share what has gotten me through this whole quarantine stay at home situation like the shows I've watched because I kept the list of that the books I've read the, the music I've been listening to and just see like you know any feedback of anything else that anybody else has been listening to any new artists to check out and new movies to check out this and the other just to get some feedback. So it basically kind of touches into what Shinde Hey was talking about with um uh our guest in the show today <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know where this placement started. is going i don't know where the placement is going for is it before after the placement. so with our guest today that's what they were no talking water. about kind of yeah okay so they were trying to hinting on that so it's basically kind of what y'all hinted on and i was actually getting it ready so i was going to type it up this weekend but i'll be at work so it'll be typed up and posted on monday
6: okay so guys we got to follow that blackeducatedandbroke.com for the mayan empire and you know Maya, you're talking about what you've been doing in this quarantine at the expo this weekend that's one of the things we're talking about like we're talking about recovering um, amidst coronavirus you know how well, the thing is more so first of all like what all did you go through? Like, how, what, let's talk about the experience. Coronavirus. Let's talk about how it affected you. How it affected you mentally. How it affected your business. How it affected your relationship. Then we're asking the racial injustice that just went out skyride, skyrocketed again. How did that affect you? How did it affect your family? Then we want to switch the narrative to go to, okay, how did you recover? How did you recover your business during coronavirus? How did you recover mentally? with coronavirus and a family or going through divorce like we're having like conversations like that so that you know women can excel and get that positivity and get that extra boost of motivation that you need to get you for the next couple of months since we're we don't know what's on what's going how long it's going to go on but the goal is to enforce positivity so you know my if you can make it you'll get poured into it. if not i'm gonna see if i can get it on record or record it <laughs> and send you a copy okay yes
3: record it please just, okay. you know, just so you can post it. Like, not everybody's going to be able to make it. And I know you probably going yeah. to be able to live stream it, or, like the whole thing. But yeah. honestly, having a recording of everything is actually, like, really a genius.
6: Okay. I think I'm going to really try to push that further. Thank you for that. Mm. All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and take this final break and wrap it up and tell you about next show. We got some things popping. Keep it locked in here on Black Educated and Broke.
1: You can listen to Black Educated and Broke on Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Player FM, and SoundCloud.
6: All right, guys, we are back here wrapping it up on Black Educated and Broke. My boo, Maya, Mike B, Ron, Ron, Q, and Shanae. Hey, still hanging out with us, okay? Which, if you missed it, I need you to rewind and listen to the segment earlier because we had an amazing guest letting us know lots of information going on in Black Film, and you need to go listen, okay? Um, for next show, guys, next week we're gonna have a possible slap it or dap it. A cue for those who are like, slap it or dap it. Oh my God,
4: what is that?
6: Let them know what that is.
4: Slap it or dap it is our amateur uh, set, our program segment where you submit your music, a rapping or singing. We listen to it and we give you an honest opinion on it. Straight uh, up.
6: You can't get any more clear than that. So if you want to submit, uh, send us an email to blackeducatedandbroke at gmail.com. Or you can send us something in the DM in regards to that at Black Educated and Bro. Um, as always, Mike B, tell them how they can listen and subscribe.
1: Uh, listen, subscribe your favorite podcast apps, but preferably SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and then catch the video on YouTube
6: and Ron what is our social media platform Black
1: Educated that broke Facebook and Instagram like follow share all that good stuff and on Twitter BEB podcast underscore ATF you know we're gonna we're gonna give him just, it's
6: been a long day you know he's and subscribe 30 to our YouTube
1: page I'm gonna say that again YouTube YouTube Push I'm them so likewise.
4: disappointed in you this evening
6: <laughs> he had a sore. long
1: segment he tired now
6: <laughs> and as always guys you get all information on our website blackeducatedandbroke.com where you can catch things like the amazing awesome the mayan empire it's been your girl randy o mike b it's maya
2: boy Ron, sick and tired of these damn
4: karens
3: <laughs> shanae
4: and as always we here to cue to take over
0: peace bye y'all shanae day
1: Black Educated and Broke is a weekly entertainment podcast where we mix hip-hop headlines and all things ATL into the success of black millennials and black culture.